Hey everybody, it's Aaron from the Aaron Meta Show. I've got some really exciting news. Craig Bartlett is going to be returning to the Aaron Meta Show on October the 7th for the Hey Arnold Anniversary Show. Yeah, that's right, it's going to be another one. And also, uh, this is the show where I take a back seat and you guys ask the questions. So if you want to email uh, Craig a question, askcraig2017 at arometa.co.uk. The email again is askcraig2017 at arometa.co.uk. You can ask him anything from uh, Hey Arnold Claymation shorts uh, to the TV series to the movie to the upcoming jungle movie no doubt you have some questions about that and maybe even the Patakis as well we'll get into a bit more so if you want to get a question in definitely email it now it's askcraig2017 at arometa.co.uk that's askcraig2017 at arometa.co.uk what are you waiting around move it football heads ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm gonna show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary! I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. It is the 6th of August of 2017, and this is the Aaron Meta Show, and I must be on a mission to find as many variations of Welcome to the Jungle as possible. Uh, big shout out to WillRock07, uh, he put this one together, and uh, I have to say it's uh, very enjoyable. He's also got a Patreon as well, which is patreon.com forward slash WillRock07, so you know, definitely give him some money, because I want to hear more about this, really. So, uh, uh, Joining us on the show is uh, Patricia. Hello! Hey Patricia, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there, thanks. Very good. And also joining us uh, for is our special guest. She is YouTuber Morgan Terry. Morgan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's cool. How have you been? I've been pretty good. How have you been? Yeah, it's very, it's a very good day. Yesterday, uh, my beloved Preston North End uh, triumphed uh, 1-0 over Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, I would make fun of Jamboriki over it because uh, he's actually was used to be a Sheffield Wednesday fan, but apparently he's not too, he's not anymore. So uh, unfortunately, my uh, my my uh, snarky tweet would fall on deaf ears if I did it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I've been uh, really happy. It's uh, been uh, really good and. Uh, also, just uh, just kind of like hanging out with the Hey Arnold fans. I think it's probably been a very good highlight as well. Just uh, they're still even even to uh, this weekend, they're all still going goo goo gaga over uh, all the all the uh, hype around the Jungle movie and stuff. It's just it's uh, it's amazing to watch, really. 
Yeah. Yeah. But... Speaking of which, um, my I just posted this on the uh, Hey Arnold Save the Jungle Movie Facebook page, but my video on the history of Harold the Jungle Movie had just reached fifty thousand views. So for anybody who did have a chance to watch it, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. That's amazing. You know, I I, I actually like your uh, you know the history of the Jungle Movie for me. I think was a really well put together uh, you know talk over. You know, they, you know, it's not very easy to put in a, a YouTube video and cover like the last you know fourteen years of uh, stuff that's going on so you know well well done on doing that patricia i might stick it in the description once i once i get this out so uh yeah well thank you uh i'll do, i actually got a request from somebody to you know cover more detail of when the juggle movie comes out and i said i will do it maybe in a few years from now because i don't know what will happen after the jungle movie does come out i mean will we get a new tv series will we get another movie so i'm gonna wait a couple of more years for me to give the aftermath well did you see the video that uh, av club released uh, from uh talking about um some more jungle movie stuff and uh, craig bartlett actually said uh he uh that uh you know when he was talking about big bob's beepers and uh the things that have you seen that video at all yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that you gave me the link, right? Yeah, I think I did. And uh, also, uh, he actually uh, kind of said, oh, well, you know, this will, you know, if a Big Bob's Beepers will, will bounce back in the jungle movie and uh, it might go further forward into uh, season six. And so, my, mind you, I don't know if he was, like, alluring to the fact that, you know, there will be a season six or that, uh, you know, if anything's been confirmed as of yet. So as far as I'm aware, it's just all talk. And uh, as we also on top of this as well, all the jungle movies stuff we talk about, look, I know Craig Barlett's going to be coming on the show in October, but nobody has told me anything. So uh, I still get messages from people asking me, like, "Oh, you know, do you have any like uh, behind-the-scenes uh, knowledge of this?" And it's like, "Nope, I know nothing. <laughs> I know <laughs> nothing." So uh, it's just uh, that's uh, that is the way things are at the moment. So uh, actually, Morgan, I'd like to actually talk to you about uh, your you know your fascination with Hey Arnold, actually, and uh, you know some of the stuff that you do. I mean, uh, what got you to be a Hey Arnold fan? Uh, it's actually a funny story. Uh, I used to be, uh, I used to love like Nicktoons in general. So I was waiting for Danny Phantom to come on one night and I was scrolling through guide and I found, Hey Arnold. And I was like, that sounds familiar. So I played it. And then from that moment on, I was obsessed. Like I fell in love with the show all over again. I've like, it wiped itself from my memory from my childhood. But at that moment, all of the memories came back, all of the nostalgia came back and I just, I just became obsessed with it. And I've been obsessed with it ever since. I just, you know, for me, it's just, it's such a beautiful show. I mean, just the fact that, and also on top of that, it was like, for many of us, it was our first, first drama. You know, it was, uh, yeah, it had some, yeah, it had comedic elements, you know, obviously, you know, you know, Nickelodeon, but uh, it was just, it felt like, um, you know, it felt like it was a show that also took us seriously at the same time. It actually brought up kind of like some, some serious issues, I think, uh, yeah. with, uh, with stuff that was going on. So, and, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, also, um, I mean, what well, about well, your? You know, obviously we've had this all this talk about the Jungle movie since you know San Diego Comic Con, and uh, I would like to get your input from uh, you know uh, that moment when you saw the sneak preview up to uh, uh, you know up to now. Like, how do you feel now, uh, two weeks separated from uh, the reaction that you did? I am still so hyped from just from two weeks ago. Like, I don't get excited about many things, but like when it comes to like news about the Jungle movie, I just get ecstatic and. Um, I was frustrated at first because, like, uploading that video, Viacom kept taking it down. Yeah. Even that, though, like... 
it was under you, fair use. YouTube is strange. I mean, it's like, I mean, I, I don't know, Morgan, do you monetize your videos or, uh, I mean, no, I don't, I don't make any money off of my YouTube videos whatsoever. Yeah. It's just cause, uh, you know, for me, I mean, when we did our reaction video, you know, our reaction video is still up, but basically Viacom are tracking it. They're not like taking it down or anything like that. So it's just, it's, uh, I mean, this is what you're, I mean, people like say like, you know, Aaron, you're on YouTube now. It's like, you know, you've, uh, the only reason I'm on YouTube at the moment is cause you know, people want me to be on YouTube. So uh, they just said, "Oh, you should you should come here and uh, do some stuff." You know, if it wasn't for people wanting to see me, then I probably would stay on. You know, I'll stay on Liberated Syndication, but uh, and stay on the podcasts. But uh, you know, so because that, that's what I kind of dislike about YouTube. It's so random, and it's just so there's no there's no rhyme or reason to like some of the takedowns that get you know done and things like that. And uh, you know, I also take uh, Doug Walker's criticism of it as well, where you know when he gets stuff flagged for it, and they basically then they take the monetization for it, and they don't give the money back even if they win the dispute it's just it's just it's it's, uh it's you know it's it's mad max land this place and uh you know so uh yeah that's just that's just how i feel about it so uh but uh, so viacom is (laughs) a piece of work to put things nicely (laughs) uh, yeah well i don't think it's just viacom i think it's just you know i think it's just there's all these companies kind of leeching off uh you know these these copyright claims and uh, you know there's uh, some of these other if you look at mysterious mr enter's uh uh, rants about the about the issues as well. Like he gets copyright claims from like some really random places, and uh, even from you know companies that don't seem to look like leg- don't look legit to me. You know when mm-hmm. he's when he's talking about them. So it's just it's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised. You know uh, I I won't be too surprised in a couple of years time that everyone's gone over to VidMe and uh, everyone's doing all the stuff over there instead. You know it's just, yeah definitely yeah. I agree. In fact, just a few days ago, I'm not even joking. Um, I received a copyright claim for my interview with Jim Jenkins, and they thought that the Doug theme song was a song called Tonight by, I forget who sung it, like Huey Lewis or something. But yeah, they gave copyright to a song that clearly wasn't that. Mm. Well, you know, it wouldn't be surprised me if this video gets flagged for like, you know, me playing chopsticks or something like that. And, you know, for that, for the Welcome to the Jungle, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's just it's just just the way it is. So, uh, I mean, Morgan, uh, I mean, let's let's get back to uh, you know, Hey Arnold. I think that's uh, going to be our kind of kind of that's, that's really what I want to talk to you about quite a lot. I mean, uh, so uh, I mean, obviously we're um, I mean we're we're, uh, we're going towards. Uh, I mean, are you, are, you, are you still pretty excited about uh, feeling pretty impatient about the fact that we're still waiting until November for? Uh, uh, yeah. I am so impatient. Like I'm not a patient person, and like just the fact that it's hey, waiting for Hey Arnold makes me like even more impatient like every day feels like a year like just waiting for the jungle movie it's it's crazy yeah and irritating <laughs> it is a thing for me though it's just it's uh you know all this uh i mean people are saying like you know it's all the way up in november but then i've recently just been doing the uh i've recently just been doing the guest schedule uh for all the guests we're gonna have on the show and uh, you know including yourself and uh, various other people we're gonna have uh, you know in the next couple of weeks and i've just realized you know we're only about 16 shows away and maybe even less than that from the Jungle movie, at least for me. So, not, you know, for that, for me, all of a sudden it kind of felt like, you know, oh, you know, like, we're, we're actually, we are pretty close, actually, from this getting getting released. So, uh, pending that, uh, you know, um, uh, whatchamacallit, um, uh, you know, the Thanksgiving is still the, uh, still the release, because, uh, I mean, they, they've not been, they've not been, um, I mean, they've been saying, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be November 23rd, but they haven't actually officially put that in the schedule yet. To my knowledge, yeah. yeah. So it's. Uh, I'm just thinking that uh, I hope it's not going to get delayed because you know if it gets delayed, you know, all, all hey, I don't know if I'm oh my god, even... I'll lose my mind. 
<laughs> no, you won't be the only one. I think everyone here as well. Actually, on top of that, you know, for us, I mean, uh, in, here in the UK, we don't even have an official release yet. So, uh, and uh, that's like one of the, uh, oh, by the way, uh, the I know you saw the promo at the beginning of the show. Uh, if you go ask Craig 2017 at uk, you can ask questions for Craig uh, come October 7th when uh, we do our Hey Arnold anniversary show. And uh, one of the common questions that's currently coming up right now, because uh, the UK is our second biggest audience. And the, the big thing that's coming up for them is when's it coming out in the United Kingdom? You know, uh, are we going to get on DVD? Are we going to get on Blu-ray? Is it going to be on television? You know, so uh, they're they're already asking huge amounts of questions for it at the moment. So, uh, mm. yeah, oh, you never know. You never know with release dates. Like they can be so finicky for different parts of the world. But I hope for your sake, you guys get it on Thanksgiving Day as well, like the twenty third. Well, we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, so uh. yeah, yeah. That, I had to correct myself. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man, so. Uh. Yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, again, if you, uh, we've got the Hey Arnold anniversary show coming up. Maybe that might clear up a few things. You know, maybe AV Club seems to be, like, releasing their uh, their interview with uh, Francesca Marie Smith and uh, Annie McAfee and Craig Barlett, uh, all in, like, drips and drabs. And uh, also on top of that, uh, I don't think they've, uh, have they released the uh, the Nick Animation podcast yet with um, Olivia Hack, uh, uh, Francesca and, uh, and, and Annie? I don't know if they've uh... released that yet, I don't think. Not to my knowledge, they no. haven't not yet. Anyway, yeah, because uh, I want to. Uh, I definitely, you know, I definitely want to listen to that because uh, no doubt they're going to be telling us, uh, telling us a bit more and uh, and stuff. And uh, I tell you what, I actually want to ask you about uh, you know these broken hearts that pins that were uh, that were released and uh, people are still talking about them now. I mean, what's your opinion on them about uh, you know what they symbolize? Um, well, I have a few theories. One of the things, um, one of the most common thoughts I have is maybe Helga gets, like, upset with Arnold during the Jungle movie and, like, shatters her locket or something in, like, a fit of rage. And then, like, once, like, Arnold and Helga get back together, uh, she, like, pieces it back together, maybe? I'm not sure. Like, that's my, that's my like, most common theory that I think. Well, yeah, um, I, I released a, uh, an image asking people, you know, who do they think tore up the locket? And uh, they seem to be mainly thinking that Helga did it. And, uh, you know, I just think, uh, you know, it, it seems plausible to me that, you know, Arnold and Helga are going to have some kind of fallout. So, you know, she's going to tear up the locket. And uh, I, actually, I'm thinking, you know, if uh, if it goes back towards what Craig said previously, you know, about uh, Brainy's role in all of this, I think Brainy's probably going to tape it back together and give it back to either back to Helga or give it back to Arnold. You know, so oh, that's uh, a, I didn't even think about that. That's a really good theory there. <laughs> yeah, because I think it, one thing that would be good is that if uh, you know Helga runs away, she tears up the locket. La Sombra captures her. You know, unfortunately, that would make her the damsel in distress, which I really hope they don't do. But mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, but if they did that, then Brainy gives Arnold back the locket and says, "Look, you know, look what's happening here. You know, and uh, you know she she really does care about you and stuff. And uh, maybe that uh, you know when Arnold finds out she's been captured, maybe that you know goes towards something like that. No, I don't know. Maybe she might play." Actually, this is another thing as well. Maybe she might play a role in helping Arnold find a pe- find his parents in some way, and maybe that's what uh, uh, engages the kill switch for you know Arnold to fall in love with Helga. I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, like like um, with the teaser trailer that they showed at Comic Con, you can like see like when Arnold realizes Helga went through all this trouble to help him like go to San Lorenzo and find his parents because Helga knows why he wants to go. Uh, to San Lorenzo because she like saw in the journal that he was like missing his parents um so like but like you see like you start seeing like uh what's the word like admiration is that the right word uh, in Arnold's yeah. eyes when he's like thanking Helga 
Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that though. Uh, I think uh, I think he's starting to kind of. I think they're starting to kind of get there because you know if you notice when uh, she when, when Arnold put his hand on Helga's shoulder and obviously you know the you know the electric fireworks and everything like that and uh, mm-hmm. notice that she didn't threaten to deck him afterwards. And I know, uh, like it just seems like she's like. I don't know. She's not as mean to him in like the movie. It seems because she like flat out admits that she's she's like helped to make the video and that they're going to San Lorenzo and like I don't know. It's just like she's got a different tone, but it's a nice tone. It's not like too much of a like dramatic change, but yeah. I just think you know because uh, for me, um, um, I'm just wondering if uh, what's the conversation that she probably might have had with Gerald. Because uh, I'm sure, you know, Gerald, you noticed that he said that, oh, you should see the collection of tapes that she, she all has. And, uh, you know, if it's, uh, it's, it's the Dita. I would be interested to see how she got all of that, actually, as well. Because, uh, I mean, uh, did she, uh, I mean, obviously all that video editing technology, I mean, did she acquire it from, uh, where, you know, from uh, Sheck's, uh, you know, collapsed empire of like, if you remember, he had cameras all over the place as well. And uh, so I'm just wondering if uh, that ties into it some way. So they tie in like the mo- the uh, the first movie as well. So I'd be interested to see see about that. So, hmm. anyway, you got any more theories about what you think might happen in TJM? Uh, what, what what you hope might happen in TJM? Um, I've just like my only theories are based off of like fan fictions I've read, so they're not very accurate. So and especially since uh, most of those fan fictions go off the plot of what the movie was going to be in 2002 but since craig bartlett has changed the plot he said a lot since uh he was originally gonna film it and he likes this version a lot more so i really don't i can't really theorize anything because my knowledge is based off of fan fictions <laughs> that i've read so <laughs> yeah what what do you what do you hope will happen in tgm i mean uh, what do you hope we hope you hope you're gonna see oh uh, honestly like I, I can't wait for Arnold. I, I'm praying, like, Nickelodeon don't, like, pull, like, a Rugrats on us where, like, Arnold finds out, like, his parents are, like, gone. Because um, <laughs> that would be devastating. But I hope, like, Arnold gets reunited with his parents. And, like, since I am an ultimate Arnold and Helga shipper, I hope Arnold and Helga turn out to be together because like that's what got me fighting for the jungle movie in the first place yeah. I, so I was like they need to end up together here's the thing that I, i'm not too worried too much about that this might sound like pretty, pretty because uh, you know craig's already said in the past that you know arnold and helga are going to end up together so it's like even on top of that as well um i mean i i've said this before but uh you know one thing i would say about that is is that uh, when if they go with the jungle movie and they put arnold and helga together you know let's say this goes to another season and then all of a sudden it goes to the Patakis. And eventually they're going to break them up because, you know, they're going to want to make Helga the main star. So uh, I think that's uh, what's going to probably, if that's how it's going to progress, you know, who knows, maybe things might change. But, uh, you know, I, I always uh, go on what Craig's been saying for the last, you know, six years since I've been doing the show, you know, for, for the Hey Arnold fans. And that is that uh, um, uh, I think uh, Arnold and Helga are going to end up together. I think there's nothing to worry about that. My biggest concern is, is what they're going to do with the parents and uh, what's going to happen there. Because, uh, I mean, if they, I think uh, it might decide on what Dan Castellaneta wants to do with Grandpa. It's like, you know, if he's going to be voicing him on a regular basis, if that is if they bring back the sixth season. Because if he doesn't, you know, uh, I think that might change how the Jungle movie might play out. You might end up with Arnold finding his parents and then his parents going back with him. And then they end up being the main character, being, you know, kind of like the uh, supporting uh, characters in the show because Grandma and Grandpa aren't around. 
I think. You know, I think that might be a, a direction they might want to, they might go in if, uh, you know, because obviously, you know, Miles is played by Craig Barlett and uh, Stella is played by Antoinette Stella. So, who are kind of like mainstays in, in, in the series. So, you know, that's something that could potentially flare up as well. So, Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to uh, well, our last bit of uh, Hey Arnold news, I guess, and uh, that is that uh, uh, Craig Ballas uh, said that uh, uh, Gabbo is uh, one of the main um, inspirations behind uh, the Nickelodeon series. And, uh, you know, I really like that when uh, creators put that into their cartoons. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but they take their inspirations and, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they, they translate it out onto the screen. And uh, I think that's uh, it's really cool that, uh, you know, Craig's sharing this with us now about, you know, what, uh, what inspired him and stuff. So I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I think it's really neat. Um, I like finding out how like artists like got their inspiration for like the products they did because I myself am like I'm uh, I want to work for like Nickelodeon and like I like like trying to be creative and like finding like I just messed up my words. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, like understanding how people came up with their ideas is like uh, inspirational and it also helps you like try and come up with your own ideas kind of. Yeah. Uh, he said uh, that um, you know he, he said that it was based on uh, Gabriel uh, Garcia Marquez's and uh, 100 Years of Solitude and uh, loving the uh, time for the uh, Gloria. He said and uh, these were the biggest influence on us uh, because the magic realism is co- termed uh, coined with the uh, uh, with uh, Garbo's writing. Uh, I want uh, there to be a magical realism to Arnold's house and his neighborhood. And uh, I tell you what, actually that's one thing we haven't seen in TJM yet. We haven't seen what Arnold's rooms like. You know, yeah. Like, oh, oh my god, I can't wait. Like, I always wanted that room. Like, that was the <laughs> sickest room in like TV history. <laughs> I was like, what upgrades is he gonna have? Because you know, he's like, they keep this in mind. He's like, he's had two years to do some other stuff with it. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't even think of anything. I like the room is so amazing the way it is. I can't imagine anybody would improve it. So. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, who knows? Like uh, you know, maybe he might. Uh, I'm trying to think what he might, what he might do. It's like uh, maybe he might. Uh, maybe I might improve the lighting in it. Maybe he might get multicolored bulbs or something like that. I don't know. Or uh, maybe he might. Uh, you know, maybe the uh, maybe 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 the sound system will have Spotify or something. Like that. I, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> something something like that. But uh, you know, it's like uh, I, I, it's, it's his room is just amazing to to still look at. You know, even after all this time and uh, you know all the stuff that he can you know kind of do it because you know Greg Butler told me like it was his back cave. And uh, you know, the, I'm glad that he was still going to be treating it as such. So that's uh, that's really cool. And uh, mm-hmm. so uh, anyway, you know, besides uh, Hey Arnold, uh, Morgan, uh, I mean, you, I mean, obviously you're a fan of Danny Phantom as well. I mean, uh, what's uh, uh, what what's, uh, what what uh, brings you to uh, to Danny Phantom? Um, basically, just that it was around like the same time where like um, Hey Arnold ended. It was like part of like the Nicktoons era, so. I don't, I'm just like, I just love all things like nostalgic. Like that reminded me of my childhood. Um, and Danny Phantom also had like, since the creator also created Fairly Odd Parents, it's like it had a similar cartoon style. It had similar quality of the show. So it, I don't know. It was just, I thought it was a great overall show, um, especially since it already had like another show, which was the Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, I haven't got anything in front of me, but uh, I mean, I heard there's uh, talk about, you know, them possibly bringing back the show. I mean, is that still on the cards or is that kind of like talk kind of quietened down since since then? I don't know. I've heard that that's going to happen, but there's no real evidence that it is. Um, I think Butch Hartman, which is the creator of 
Danny Phantom said that they might bring it back, but there was never a definite answer. So, because mm. I mean, the, the left off the show, it was uh, it was Danny and uh, oh, who was it? No, uh, they they you know the 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 girl he got with it. They got together, didn't they? At the end of the series, and yeah, uh, the very last episode they did. Yeah, and uh, which was a nice way to leave it off, I guess. You know, and uh, though I think it would be interesting to see how they would have played off as a couple on the show. You know, and, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, they, mind you, Butch Hartman did do a uh, kind of like a kind of a cult, you know, a uh, kind of a crossover with uh, like he did like a short, you know, with like Tough Puppy and uh, Fairly Odd Parents and you know Danny Phantom and kind of mixed them all together and stuff. So, oh yeah, uh, that was his like introduction to the Bunsen is a beast thing that he just came out with. Oh okay then, so uh, yeah, you know, maybe that's what he's concentrating on now, and uh, who knows, maybe in the next couple, maybe maybe in a year or so, maybe that maybe that talk might come back again because. Uh, you know, so because uh, I'm really surprised he didn't, you know, um, you know, because the whole thing's been about superheroes, hasn't it? You know, like all the Marvel and all the DC uh, characters that have been coming back. I'm really surprised it hasn't translated into Nickelodeon's train of thought. And uh, you know, they said, hey, you know, we need, we want superheroes. He's like, you know, hey, we got Danny Phantom. Let's let's bring him back into the fray. Maybe make it a bit more darker. Maybe make it a bit more, uh, you know. Yeah, that'd be yeah. a great way for Nickelodeon to start getting their audience back is if they like tied into things that are going on um, currently, but also bringing back like shows of the past where like you can get like adults and like people that used to watch the show as kids involved. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, kind of like a Samurai Jack-esque Danny Phantom reboot or TV movie would be nice. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That would be crazy. Like, oh, you, you'd have, uh, yeah, the, the amount of blood and the amount of, uh, there was also, there was killing in Samurai Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having that in Danny Phantom. You know, it's uh, grief. Like, mind you, most of the people are already dead in the film, in the Danny Phantom anyway, so uh, I guess you could say people were killed in the original true. show. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean, uh, before we get into, I mean, anything else you want to uh, get into, Morgan, before we uh, go into some videos? Nothing I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got plenty of show uh, to, uh, to to go through. So, uh, oh yeah, actually, I wanted to bring this up as well. And uh, you know, I've been sorry, I've been you know, dawdling around with uh, Danny Phantom. I've not had a chance to uh, uh, to uh, to bring it up. Uh, let me just see if I can find it on the uh, on here. So uh, you can tell how prepared I am for this show, aren't you? Um, oh yeah, uh. we've uh, we've been updating the guest schedule. And uh, for those of you who do not know, I don't know if you can actually see it on here, but. Uh, uh, we had Justin on last week. Uh, Morgan, you're on now. Uh, we've got uh, coming up. Uh, we've got uh, JP the Bee Man uh, up next week, and uh, also we got Vega from Vega Loves, uh, who uh, also does PO unboxings with uh, Linkara from Top of the Fourth Wall. She's coming on, and uh, also we got uh, Sylvie Silhouette, who's going to be coming on uh, for the Vacant Lot podcast, and uh, so that's going to be really fun. And uh, also Patricia, you're taking over the show on uh, 24th of September, so there's that going on, and. Uh, there's a few more things also to get into as well. Uh, hey Arnold Fan Day. Uh, if you want to get involved with the Hey Arnold Fan Day, it's going to be like a massive show. It's, I don't know how long it's going to go on for. Uh, I've, you know, I've been getting emails from like people from uh, you know from America, from Canada, from Australia, from from all sorts of people. So uh, we might end up doing like quite a big show for it. So uh, if you want to get involved with that, if you email guests at rmesa.co.uk, that's a G U E S T S at aramesa.co.uk so if you want to email with that so uh, that's the Hey Arnold Fan Day that's going to be on October 1st and that's the week before the uh, the Hey Arnold Anniversary show so you might want to definitely uh, if you want to kind of like have a little bit of a preview of what do you think Craig Ballot's going to say and what, he, what I'm going to ask him so 
that'll be a really fun show. And uh, Craig Bartlett, obviously, uh, October 7th as well. And also, I'm actually going to be attending some Comic-Cons uh, coming up soon. So uh, if you're going to be in London on the 28th of uh, October, I'm going to be MCM Comic-Con London. Uh, so if you want to, uh, if I'm going to be walking around there, I've not got like a panel or anything like that, or just it's just going to be me walking around. And if you want to hang out and look at some stuff, then you know I'm cool with that. And also, I'm going to be at MCM Birmingham Comic Con as well. So if you uh, want to find me there, then uh, you know definitely we'll uh, have to talk some Hey Arnold and uh, you know have a little maybe have a little bit of a celebration. You know who knows uh, what we might do there. And uh, also, this is tentative at the moment. We're going to have a Hey Arnold uh, Jungle Movie preview show uh, before the Jungle Movie airs, and I've tentatively put that in for the 22nd of. November. November and then after that whether I've seen it or not you know I'll either read spoilers or whatever we're going to have a review show like after you know the the movie's aired and so I've tentatively put that in for the 26th so uh, we'll definitely be doing those things so that's basically 2017 for the uh, uh, for there so uh, anyway um, let's uh, get on to uh, let's get on to some videos so uh, um, who uh, let's uh, do this uh, do this first one. So uh, let's get ready for this. Well, I said it days ago, and it's now closer to a reality. Donald Trump is considering war with North Korea. According Fuck me. <laughs> it's just honestly it's how, do you think, quick. how do you think we feel? We're the ones in America. <laughs> well, yeah, it's in uh, you know, it's just it's uh it's the incompetent businessman of the United States. Just, you know, it's just it's all spilling out now. You know, all, all this craziness that's going on, you know, within his administration and now, you know, outside of it as well. It's like, you know, now he's going to basically fuck up the Far East. It's just, it's just, it's According to crazy. a fellow Republican Senator, Lindsey Graham, uh, we have talked about the sort of erratic and volatile nature that is increasingly a concern in terms of Donald Trump sitting there isolated in the Oval Office, watching TV report on the growing list of failures and scandals. And my concern and that of many others is that there will be more incentive for Donald Trump to take some kind of military action. North Korea probably being at the top of the list of. I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's uh, you can't put it past him, can you? You know, uh, things are just going so crazy at home. And that's, you know, he would distract everybody by, you know, starting a war with, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, there's going to be some Americans who are going to buy it because, you know, I, can some of them even locate which which Korea they're actually going to blow up? Knowing that there's two of them, just, <laughs> knowing Americans, anything's possible. <laughs> uh, just, yeah. Oh my god! Candidates Syria and Iran. Subsequent to that, Senator Lindsey Graham now says Donald Trump personally told him if North Korea continues to test these ICBMs, these intercontinental ballistic missiles, there will be war. Here's here's the thing, though. Is like, I mean, I mean, we've looked at all these ballistic missiles. Like, going, yes, they, they are starting to get quite terrifying now because you know they've managed to launch one into space. But you know, it still launched, it still lands in the Sea of Japan, and so they aren't really. Can, can we really consider them kind of you know massive threats if they're not actually hitting their able to hit their targets? I personally, because um, we are talking about the leader of North Korea, and he is known for being a bit of a nut job. So I think, oh, yes. like, people are just freaking out just because he has access to this stuff, not so much the fact that 
um, they're firing them. It's, I think it's more of who's behind it, like who has the access to fire these things and control where they go. Yeah, but it makes you wonder what exactly he's trying to do you know, by firing these things into the air, because is he just basically saying, you know, oh, well, we're not giving up our nuclear weapons program because, you know, look what happened in Iraq and look what happened in Libya, and now these countries have been decimated by the United States. So, you know, there's no, in, you know, it's basically there's no incentive for them to give up these weapons because they know what's happened to people in the past. And uh, now that they see, they think that uh, you know uh, the United States has them in their has them in their eye has has you know them in their eyes. You know, it's uh, it's that that might be something to do with it, as far as I'm aware. Lindsey Graham explaining it on NBC News. But if they get a missile, they can hit California, maybe other parts of America. But every every military expert says there is no good military well, option. Uh, they're wrong. There is What's a military a option to destroy North Korea's program and North Korea itself. Oh, brilliant. So, this, you know, this has been the narrative of neoconservatives for the last, what, since 2001, since 9-11? And, you know, yeah. yeah, and look at the the misery it's created. It's like it's, uh, we had Iraq and Syria in absolute turmoil, and we had the rise of Islamic State. And then we had, uh, and, and then we had, you know, Afghanistan hasn't got any better, you know, unless you live within, like, you know, the green zone within, in a Kabul. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who in their right mind, after looking at everything that's happened over the last 16 years, thinks that, you know, blowing up North Korea is going to be, or, you know, even trying to attempt to overthrow Kim Jong-un is going to be, a, you know, a successful venture. You know, it's not, to be quite honest. It really isn't. <laughs> it isn't, yeah. no. I mean, we thought that, oh, you know, there was going to be a, a case in which, oh, if we kill Osama bin Laden, then everything's going to go back to normal. But no, it actually just created even more propaganda with ISIS and all that stuff. So if Kim Jong-un is taken down as leader of North Korea, then most likely they'll get somebody else. And who knows if that somebody else will even be remotely worse than Kim Jong-un. It's whether that country can even be rebuilt. I mean, like, uh, South Korea put the... I remember this was a couple of years ago, but they put the bill on rebuilding that country at $500 billion. Who has the type of money? Yeah. Honestly. It would It would have to be... I mean, the only way that North Korea would be rebuilt in the way that South Korea has been rebuilt is that if the entire world basically, you know, uh, took out massive, you know... Took out massive amounts of money, and you, you can tell that's going to go down like a you know like a, a ton of bricks with like the electorate, you know, of, of every single nation saying, oh yeah, we're just going to you know we're going to give billions of dollars to this country to uh, get itself back on its feet, and you know there, there'll be a massive debate about that given the you know the the economic situation that we're still got at the moment. You know, I, I could see that going down like a you know like a you know like a lead balloon. He's not going to allow President Trump the ability of this madman to have a missile to hit America. If there's going to be a war to stop him, it will be over there. If thousands die, they're going to die over there. They're not going to die here. And he's told me that to my face. And that may. Why is either of those situations a good thing? I know, like, oh, just I, I just can't. Like some of the decisions the government makes with military action or even just laws it's just so stupid because you don't take other people into consideration like yeah they live on the other side of the world but they're still human beings they don't need to die for something that doesn't involve them yeah it's like you know oh well they don't look like us and they're thousands of miles away so if they all die it's like no biggie for us yeah exactly and that is such a disgrace to even consider themselves human if they're willing to wipe off 
an entire population just to make the United States safer. And that's exactly what will happen. If the United States attacks North Korea, they'll launch missiles over at Seoul. And Seoul like, contains like what, nearly like 70% of the South Korean population. Mm-hmm. Be provocative, but not really. When you're a president of the United States, where's your allegiance lie? To the people of the United States, this man, Kim Jong-un, is threatening America with a nuclear-tipped missile. President Trump doesn't want a war. The Chinese can stop this, but to China, South Korea, and Japan, Donald Trump is not going to allow this missile threat Just to, to be mature. Clear. You know, it's like, it makes me wonder, though, you know, Donald Trump will always say he doesn't want a war, but what about all these military companies, you know, the military-industrial complex that'll say, oh, yeah, well, you know, where we, you know, a war will be good for us because we can, you know, we've, there's, like, entire, you know, towns or, you know, villages in, in, in America just made for, you know, making military hardware, you know, and uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's, uh, you know, they're going to be pushing for, you know, to have another place to blow up. You know, it's yeah, just, honestly, like the thing I can say this because I'm American. Americans are so selfish. As long as they profit, they don't care who has to get hurt or die. As long as they're well off back at home, it but, is the most but, despicable thing. It's funny. I, I really like to ask you know, an American politician. You know, you know, you have healthcare which has people dying needlessly. You have uh, a, a military machine. That uh, creates these, you know, you know, has these, uh, wants to manufacture all these wars, and then you have, you know, uh, a organization uh, that, uh, you know, heavily promotes the use of guns and uh, which uh, kill hundreds of thousands of people uh, across the U.S. Why is it that America seems to be find more find it more easier to kill people than keep them alive? Because I mean, have you seen our leader? He uses hate as like propaganda to get people involved with things that he wants done. Yeah, this even predates Trump. I mean, this happened in the Obama administration. This even happened in, it escalated in the Bush administration. Oh, know, well, it's, it's um, something that's been going on that, for years. Americans fear things that are different from them. Like, it's, it's just any... Pe people in America, if you're different from them, they automatically don't like you, most people. Some people are more accepting, like, of younger generations, but, like, older generations, the majority of whom voted for Trump or who were, um, like, a big part in the um, Obama uh, presidency. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, you know, with, with, uh, with, with Donald Trump, I mean, everyone was, like, thinking, that, oh, he's going to be different, you know, he's not a politician, you know, he's going to make America great again, you know, quote-unquote. And it's just, it's, uh, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't turned out this way. I mean, if you look at him now, he looks, you know, even David Packman's even saying this, he looks massively isolated. He, uh, you know, Congress is ignoring him. You know, he's, uh, his, uh, every time someone comes into his administration, they end up falling straight out of it, you know, with, uh, with Mooch and uh, all, that, all that stuff as well. And, uh, you know, and every time he, he, he's bringing people in, which are even, you know, not only just pissing everyone else off, but pissing off his base. And now he's becoming massively unpopular because of it. Who thought that putting this guy in was going to be, uh, you know, I, I even said from the beginning, I didn't jump on the Trump train when, uh, you know, when this was all kicking off because I knew it was going to be a disaster and look at what is happening now. Just, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. and yeah, the even... world is about to go to hell. And where is he now? He's taking a 17 day vacation on a golf course. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's just, it's, it... what else can you say about it? It's, it's crap. It really is. And, uh, you know, it's like, and don't get me wrong, Hillary Clinton was not going to be a better choice either. Because, uh, you know, no doubt, I think if we had Hillary Clinton, we'd be in North Korea right now. But, uh, I mean, it's uh, in regards to, you know, with Trump, it's just, it's, uh, you know, the whole world can't believe what's happening. You know, and even people within the United States can't even believe what's happening. 
yeah, like it was such a bunch of bullshit. Like th- the first, like, like the election this year, it's like, which one's going to kill us faster? Let's vote for the one that's not going to kill us faster. Like, are you serious? These are the two choices we have to choose from one that's going to kill us immediately and probably put us right in North Korea at the second that they get um, put into office. Or we're going to have one that makes the United States hell makes going into war with North Korea hell. It's like, what, what poison's going to kill you faster? Like neither choice was a good option. And it was just such a shitty decision to have to make. This, this and I a, didn't even participate in it because I didn't want any part in it. I know it's just it's, it's, it's you know with it's, this is the thing with uh, two party two party politics, and it's definitely it's also happening in this country as well. Uh, in the UK, it's just you know, it's like it's it's basically when you when it all comes down to it, you know, these are the these are you know out of touch you know uh, people who uh, do not know how to deal with the grassroots and uh, basically go after like the, the 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 most gullible people in the world. And uh, you know, it's just it's just, at the end of the day, you know, forget ideologies. At the end of the day, these people don't you don't govern by ideology. They should be governing by reality. Of basically what's going on on the ground and what's, ha- what's happening to people. And as far as I'm concerned, these two parties, Democrats, Republicans, you know, Labour and Conservatives, they're two cheeks on the same ass, in my opinion. Really yeah, are. in fact, I- I've had some people who were just so fed up with both of them that they wanted to go Libertarian or Green Party. But, you know, there's been a lot of talk saying like, oh, um, it was because of you voting Libertarian that we were ending up in this in the first place. Oh, blah, God's blah. sake. 9% of Democrats voted for Trump. The, the, the idea that the Green Party or the Libertarian Party could have done anything about that was negligible. It's just, you know, it's like, you know, if all the, all the you know, people on the left who say about, you know, oh, you know, look at all these, you know, look at all those Jill, people who were sucked in by Jill Stein and look at all the people who were uh, voted Libertarian because they didn't like, you know, crooked Hillary and, uh, you know, uh, this, uh, you know, this, this uh, lo- incompetent lunatic, you know, uh, in Donald Trump. It's like, you know, like, uh, you know, t- look at your own party. Nine percent of Democrats voted for Trump. It's like you know, it would have been, it wouldn't have mattered if uh, you know if it would have happened with Jill Stein and uh, and and, uh, uh, and 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 Gary Johnson. It's just you know, it's just it's uh, yeah. Are, are you saying it's okay to use a military option that immediately endangers the lives of millions of people in that region? I'm saying it's inevitable unless North Korea changes because you're making our president pick between regional stability and homeland security. So Lindsey Graham appeared completely honest and earnest here, although he was slammed for well, that's a change for these comments today and that they are it was alleged that they are at odds with the views of the secretary of state Rex Tillerson wouldn't be the first time Tillerson has no clue what it is Trump has up his sleeve. Now we have to. Oh, my God. Yeah. Imagine working. Imagine, you know, having an administration, you know, forget, you know, the presidency, just, you know, you just say a company or a restaurant. Something like that, and you're in charge of it, and uh, there's people running around, and you're saying one thing, and everyone else is saying completely different other things, and uh, you know, you and also on top of that, you have to keep contradicting them every time they say something else. It's a shambles. Oh yeah, absolute shambles. Yeah. Do you want to move it's on to something like else? Nothing can be able to keep together, you know. I know. It's just it's a, it's a it's a train wreck. That's you know the train's coming off the tracks, and we're just waiting for it to land on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, and on top of that, I mean, I'm still, you know, I still like keep hearing reports like uh, Donald Trump's not happy in the White House, and uh, you know that they want, he wants to get out in the in the best way possible. So oh. you know, <laughs> I know it's uh, yeah, it was right. You know, it, you know, Dwayne Johnson making all this noise about wanting to run for president in 2020. You know, it's like you know, if uh, he's probably looking at Donald Trump, thinking that you know he might he might you know he might uh, you know he might fall off his pedestal. You know, that'll be him, you know, running off to the Republican Party saying, you know, I want the nomination, please. 
you know, it's oh. uh, it's possible. Anyway, should we move on to the next video? Whatever you want to do. Okay. Oh yeah, this is this is Venezuela, and uh, let's just let's just go through this video because this thing's crazy. The anti-government demonstrators have been calling this D-Day for a week, and they're promising it's just the start. As they formed up to march, the security forces moved in. The first volleys of tear gas zipping past and into the crowd. The day used to this, they throw them back when they can. Imagine if this is your everyday life. You know, you're uh, you, you have, you're dealing with riot police, and uh, you're up to the point where you can now pick up smoke bombs and throw them back at them. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like, I thought New York City was bad, but then I saw this <laughs> video, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not in that situation." I wouldn't even know what to do in that situation. I don't think I don't think Venezuela is as bad as <laughs> I don't think oh New York City is as god. bad as Venezuela. It's like all that war zone there. Jeez, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. It's like, how is this not a war now? How has it not escalated to a war at this point? You know, you've got uh, you've got uh, Maduro, who's uh, now you know made him basically made himself dictator of the country. He's now got all these uh, 545 yes men in this uh, constituents assembly now, and uh, he's he's uh, thrown out the um, uh, the um, uh, was it the attorney general and uh, had her arrested, and now he's arresting uh, uh, opposition leaders. And uh, thankfully, one of them is, you know, back, but he's back under house arrest, which is not really much of a, you know, a consolation, really. But uh, you know, it's just this. Uh, this is this could end incredibly badly, you know, with uh, the way things are playing out at the moment. It was soon clear, though, that more national guard were coming. But first it comes to tear gas and then the National Guard arrive there. Sorry, I should have said this. This is Stuart Ramsey from Sky News, by the way. And uh, he's, uh, he, he's, uh, he gets involved in these crazy situations. And I set my hat off to him because, you know, it's... Uh, you know, people ask me, he's like, you know, do you consider yourself a journalist? No, this, this guy here, this guy, you know, is a, is a journalist. You know, this is, this is my idea of, uh, you know, getting to the truth of something. Carrying shotguns causes chaos. People running in all sorts of different directions. They're coming from all over the place. It's very, very tense now. As the motorbikes neared, pandemonium broke out as people tried to flee. This was a mad scramble to find some type of safety. We were pushed along with the crowds, through the barricades. Hundreds heading for the safety of a cathedral. Imagine having to be, imagine you're not in control of that situation at all. You're having to run with people. Yeah, I could never. This guy better get like. I don't even know. This guy better... It better be worth it for him. Like, well, since it's his job, they better pay him well for putting his life in danger. Well, like I mean, this. he's... Uh, I'd, I'd imagine he wouldn't have... Uh, I, I, I don't want to say he did it voluntarily. I mean, you know, I, I think he said, oh, I want to go down there because, you know, I want to know what's going on. So uh, I'm hoping that's his train of thought. There was no time to stop. The 
shots are buckshots. Go to the church, go to the church. Go beyond, there. beyond, beyond, beyond. Look at that up there. Is that your idea of a National Guard? It's That looks like a biker gang. Honestly. It looks like the fucking... I mean, what's a, I'm sorry, what's a popular biker gang in America? Uh, um, oh, <laughs> I have no idea. No idea. I know not. gangs, but not motorcycle gangs, yeah, motorcycle really. Gang. Motorbike teams... It was like, oh, what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that? Um, uh, what's it called? Um, um, that, that sitcom... Not sitcom. That, uh, that's a Netflix um, series. It's called uh, something, something or other. It was uh, um, nice. Nah, Excuse my mind now. Uh, was it um, something? Uh, was it deadly something or other? I, I can't. Their remember. way through the barricades, hunting down the protesters and coming towards us. There was no escape. As they... That's fucking terrifying. Honestly, oh, it's a it's a biker gang. It's just, it's just, you know, this is this is nothing to do with this is nothing to do with like secu with security. Past one opened fire. You're right. Hitting our Venezuelan producer. On top of that, it's like they they just randomly opened fire on him, they, knowing yeah. that he was a journalist. Venezuela. <laughs> That's crazy. Logic. It's awful. Okay. With our hands in the air and press identity clearly visible, there is no excuse for this. Well, there isn't. So it totally that, is not. You know, it's that's just so it's, fucked up. How, how, how do they know what who that you know what what they? And also top of that, that's going to be like broadcast on like you know worldwide news. You know, your 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 uh, security forces shooting at, at journalists. Yeah, that's see if if Trump wants to start like conflict with someone they should be doing this because this is basically terrorism uh, well yeah it is it, well, they're not doing anything wrong all they're doing is just covering a story and yeah. uh, then they just uh you know this is i think this is what what they're doing here is to intimidate them and stop them from covering the covering this but you know that's not you know that's not going to happen it's like you know this, if anything that you know uh news organizations are gonna, probably going to want to send more journalists to venezuela knowing you know oh, yeah. to, uh, to to tell people what's going on but this confrontation right. is very violent National Guard came uh, past us. Very, very intimidating. We had to put our hands in the air. They're still fired at us. Uh... Fuck me. That's just... Look at that. He's, uh, you see he's got shrapnel all in his arm. Yeah, that looks... That does not look... Fun. Producer's been hit in the arm. As he said, it's happened before, it'll happen again. He's very brave. They really are hardcore playing for keeps they're going to suppress this demonstration at any cost the violence on both sides is escalating as well as the bike teams headed towards another group of protesters they were hit by a roadside bomb it's a war isn't it pretty much that's what i would assume look at that <laughs> if bombs are getting involved it's it's just it's it's gonna this is gonna end up with like you know Maybe you know, hundreds of thousands of people dead. You know, it's just it's uh, so. You know, I really hope the international community does does something. I mean, you know, Maduro finds his finds his marbles and just you know stops all this madness. Mm -hmm. It's just it's uh, this is crazy. Do you want to go any further? Or do you want to move on to the next video? 
Oh, I said, so have we actually got a, we've got something actually else planned, I think, in the, uh, uh, in the, uh, let me just go back to the run sheet, because I think we've got something else going on. Oh, yeah, we got, uh, let's move away from some of this at the moment. Let's talk about Steven Universe, which uh, I think uh, probably might be a bit of a happy-ish, happier uh, uh, thing. So, uh, I mean, uh, um, um, Morgan, what's your, have you, do you watch Steven Universe, or have you got any opinions on, on it? I or, uh... love Steven Universe. It is the one of the few shows Cartoon Network has produced in the last 10 years that is worth the time of day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is so good. Yeah. I just, uh, I was really, you know, taken aback, you know, because uh, I thought, so, you know, we had, to, we had to go for a bit of a quiet period, I think, with uh, with good shows. And uh, then all of a sudden, we just seem to have had this, uh, you know, you know, all these, you know, shows, becoming Rick and Morty, you know, uh, Steven Universe, uh, you know, uh, the regular show, uh, you know, uh, also SpongeBob SquarePants seems to have uh, come back into... Uh, into um, you know uh, into light as well, and uh, seems to have uh, seems to be getting a bit better. Though you know, you know, personally, I'm not a big massive fan of SpongeBob, but uh, you know, you look at uh, you know some some of the stuff that's coming out now, and even Mike Tyson mysteries. You know, it's like uh, I think uh, you know, which was a show you think wouldn't work and it has done, but uh, you know, it's uh, got to the point where you know, where Steven Universe will be for a third time. Uh, going for an Emmy, so uh, and uh, it's a shame, really, because you know Steven Universe is such a well put together show that you would have think that uh, you know it would have won an Emmy, you know, at least on its maybe on at least on its second year, and now it's going trying to run it on the third bounce, which uh, I guess you can't blame them that much because uh, I mean there's been so much other good stuff that's come out uh, during that time as well. So yeah, I have to mention that I've been hearing a lot of discussions from the fans about like the newer season being a mixed bag, so. Yeah, that's probably gonna hurt maybe a little bit more, but yeah, it deserves to have an Emmy at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, mind you, it's just, it makes me wonder if they actually are going to get it because I mean, I don't know if the Loud House are up for uh, up for an Emmy, and uh, they're on fire at the moment. You know, it's like you know, ratings through the roof. And uh, you know, on YouTube, uh, people have been like streaming like you know, Simpsons episode and South Park episodes. You know what else they're streaming at the moment? No. Loud House. Like, really? You know, yeah. Really? I I've been seeing Simpsons. I've seen Family Guy. I've seen, I I yesterday. Yeah. Somebody was live streaming uh, every season of King of the Hill. So that's yeah. crazy. But they're also see they're also uh, people out there are streaming Loud House as well because they consider it such a good show. Interesting. Uh, that- you know, it's, it's kind of funny, Arun. Um, I always considered, you know, uh, I mean, this is my personal opinion. I always considered slice of life cartoons to be the Animation equivalent of 3D platformers. They were popular around the 90s, but then they pretty much like faded away during the 2000s when first-person shooters, or maybe in you know the 2000s case like anime or you know like action shows and that kind of stuff, kind of like took over. And now we're kind of like seeing a renaissance of you know the the slice of life cartoons, at least to an extent. I mean, we have the Loud House, we have Clarence. So mm. I mean, who knows? You know, we we have like in video games nowadays, we have you know, like the likes of Ukulele and yeah, um, you know, Super Mario Odyssey and Halftime Cuphead and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see if maybe like in this particular time period, we'll maybe see a new renaissance of slice of life cartoons. Mm. Yeah, because it seems to be going up and down, really, because, so you know, there's times where we kind of, like, want to be taken out of our, uh, our you know, uh, we want to uh, suspend our disbelief, and, uh, you know, we want to uh, kind of, like, you know, be in a fantasy world, and then there's other times where we kind of, like, you know, we want some realism, we want someone we can relate to, and so I think it seems to go in that kind of way, really, with, uh, and so we're getting that now with, uh, you know, with the Loud House, where we kind of, like, we want characters we can kind of relate to, 
And uh, then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, you know, uh, we're going to be going off into, you know, Hey Arnold, the Jungle movie into a, uh, you know, into a, into a fantasy world, you know, I believe. And uh, also, uh, you know, with various, you know, also with Steven Universe as well and Avatar and Legend of Korra. And, uh, you know, we've, uh, we seem to kind of go into this uh, kind of like, you know, where we, you know, sometimes we want realism and other times we don't and we want fantasy and then we go back to realism again and fantasy. It seems to kind of like, uh, it seems to fluctuate between the two two worlds and uh doesn't seem to stay consistent so it's uh which is fun you know like um, i like that you know the fact that we can have so much variety so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's boring staying on the same thing like after like staying on the same thing for a long time it gets boring after a while so like mm. that i guess that's why they switch in between why they go but i think steven universe has this one in the bag because they're nominated for the episode mr greg and that episode has the most well written some of the most well written songs in the entire series um my personal favorite is it's over isn't it and that is honestly such a moving song and it's so well known i think they have this uh emmy in the bag this yeah. year well then, then again they've always you know nominated for and various um tv episodes i mean sometimes they don't win like you know i'm currently doing um we're in between which is an asshole by ginger podcast and two episodes that were nominated for Emmys, they did win, and those were considered to be like the best episodes of the series. So, I mean, I'm hoping that that episode, Mr. Greg, will win because I've heard so much amazing things about it, about the song and the, the transition to Greg's relationship with Pearl. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really hyped for this one. Yeah, I just think uh, you know it's it's really it's it's you know there are going to be a lot of like uh, shows that uh, don't win win awards, but we still admire them. I'm trying to think. You know, hey, Arnold's never really won a major award, but you know it's still an admired show. And uh, you know I was trying to think of other ones that have uh, basically fallen under the radar as well. And uh, you know uh, things as far as I'm aware, The Prince of Egypt, you know, is uh, is uh, very underrated as a, as a as a movie, and uh, probably because it wasn't allowed to get as much you know as uh, you know it wasn't allowed to kind of expand as much as it would it would like to. But uh, you know, I think, I think if uh, I think if they had more exposure, I think uh, you know, from uh, for, you know uh, across the world, I think it would have. Uh, I think people would still be talking about this to this day about how you know how they're uh, entertained by you know the guy who played Iceman from Top Gun, playing this you know this uh, this uh, biblical epic. So uh, yeah, just... I mean, even with Kubo and the Two Strings, I don't think there are any Emmy nominations as far as I are you know we need more rewards you know we need more like award shows kind of like you know so everyone can get like, <laughs> not like a position no i'm not saying we should like have like a participation award for like for like you know animated films but uh, i think there's a lot out there that uh, gets a bit underappreciated i think and uh, i think uh, when we go back in history i think it's like you know we'll look back at some cartoons and think you know why did that not win this why did not that win that and uh I don't know. I think uh, maybe I'd take Harry's point of uh, he says that you know award shows are you know kind of like uh, they don't really truly display what uh, people's talents are. So maybe that's uh, I don't know. It's kind of like uh, maybe it's just one of those things. Um. So let's uh, tell you. Let's get back into videos again if we're uh, already have a break. Um. Let me just play. Let's have a look at this one. See what this one's about. Because um, I'm not kind of the list in front of me, unfortunately, because uh, you know I've got too much going on, on the screen. So honestly, is anyone surprised? Hey guys, it's me, Retro Nemo, here to report some somewhat breaking cartoon news. The animated masterpiece that is Sony Pictures' The Emoji Movie is finally out after months of no one but Jack's films being excited for it. Seriously, this movie has been hated since the beginning, since it was first announced. Yeah, this this movie was doomed from the start. Honestly, I watched this the other day. I didn't even bother 
going to the movie theater because I knew it was going to be terrible. So I just watched it online and it was terrible. Like, I have not seen such a bad movie in my life. (laughs) It was dead on arrival. Every, you know, only the small trailer that they brought out to begin with and everyone knew what was going on. It was just, it was, it was something that was going to be totally and utterly despised. And it's going to be, you know, here's the thing as well. It's, uh, I mean, it's going to be despised now, but I don't think we're going to remember it all that much, you know, years down the line. I think it's going to be one of those, it was there at that point. And then we're just going to, I think we're going to totally forget about it after, after a while. Yeah, it'll definitely be like those movies that you remember that is like a time capsule movie, you know, like the Garbage Pail Kids or like Space Jam or something. It's like, oh yeah, that movie came out in this time period and oh, that movie was terrible, but... Who knows? Just we'll just unanimously decided that the Emoji Movie would be the worst movie ever, and as it approached, reviews came out, nothing changed at all. The Emoji Movie, which had a budget of $50 million. Oh, I want to talk about this as well. People, there was some really weird article that I read in Forbes, basically saying that, uh, you know, uh, oh, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have any influence over uh, people going to see the films. Um, can I remind you, the box office right now for the for the intake for the Emoji movie is only $25 million. And, you know, wow. this this film would cost probably $50 million to make, plus probably another couple of million to promote. Yeah, they they messed up big time on this movie. They lost a lot of money. (laughs) This is a disaster. It's just, you know, this should bankrupt Sony Animation. It 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 won't because obviously it's Sony, but, you know, they somehow seem to kind of like, you know, uh, it seems to be kind of this unbeatable juggernaut. But, you know, this this is something that a, 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 a director would take a look at and say, you know, why are we still doing this? For real. I, I just don't understand has a 1.7 on IMDb currently. That is insane. And to pair with it, it has a jaw-dropping zero. Now, let me just update everyone on this. It actually has 7% currently on Rotten Tomatoes, so some, you know, psychopath actually likes this. <laughs> some people get amused by anything, I guess. They deserve to be... Sh- uh, oh, no, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to be fascist about this. Um, I mean, they... They deserve to be ignored for a good long time. It's kind of like, it reminds me of, uh, remember the end of Ratatouille? I mean, spoiler alert for those who want to uh, watch Ratatouille, but uh, do you remember when, you know, the critic does a review of, uh, of, the, of, the, uh, of the restaurant and then, you know, they get shut down because they find the rats in it and stuff? It's just, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, that should be kind of like that same type of, like, credibility diminished, you know, just destroyed at that point. It's over. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it should be along those lines. Zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. A zero percent! Guys, that's the worst possible rating this movie can get. It's like, it physically cannot get any worse than that. Well, I mean, uh, Rotten Tomatoes could change the algorithm to make it minus a percent. So it's like, you know, they could, they could make it worse if they wanted to. Negative a hundred percent. Oh, my God. Negative 9,000%. Oh. Vegeta, what's the uh, what's the rating of this negative power level? It's over nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, good, great. And this is the critic score. The audience is like forty six percent, which is still really bad. I mean, I mean, it's like I really want to meet the forty six percent of people who want to, you know, watch this film. Probably uh, children. Uh, may- maybe. And if this was a test, it would have failed. I mean, the movie just came out, so I don't know if the audience score is going to go up or down from here, but I mean, I think we can all agree it's probably going to go... If it goes up, humanity is doomed.
it's just it's uh yeah I, I i really hope it goes way way down i hope it's like you remember uh after earth uh with will smith and jaden smith i hope it just kind of just you know it hits that point and then just goes doomf goes right all the way down <laughs> oh wow yeah you know you know what the sad part about this is i mean this is a rumor currently but don't you know, say sequel remember... no 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 i wasn't talking about that oh thank god I was talking... Okay, I wasn't talking about sequel. Oh my god, that would be awful. <laughs> I heard some rumors that they decided to do the Emoji movie. I mean, you remember t- getting Tartar Copsy, right? The yeah, who did Popeye, left. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Popeye movie, yeah. So there was an animatic for the Popeye movie that you know was leaked a few years ago. And Lauren Faust was working on a movie based off of Medusa. Apparently from the rumors that I've heard, they canceled both of those projects so they can release this. I heard that too. It just it doesn't it just isn't that just Sony in a nutshell? It's like you you know you remember the PlayStation hack, you know, and the 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 travesty that was, and now you see the Sony emails getting leaked, and you see all like all the all the shit that came out of that, and then you see then you see this happening. It's like you know how is this company still alive? Did I don't know. Like, I don't understand their logic. Like, Popeye is such a classic. They could have made so much profit with that, especially the teaser that was released of, like, the trailer. It looked so good, so well done. And then they cancel it to promote this crap. Like, what were you thinking? Um, it was, uh, okay, I've, I've, got a, I've got a soundboard clip for this, too. Just give me one second to find it. And I'm really surprised I still have to find it, but uh, no, it's not that <laughs> one. Uh, yep, it's this one. We've got to have money. Yeah. <laughs> there you go that's this is it. incredible it's just you know, it's you know gra- i remember a few years ago in which um you know the playstation online was like completely shut down because of it was being hacked they rebuilt Sony, the entire infrastructure it was such an embarrassment it was so insecure that they basically <laughs> took the whole thing down rebuilt it from scratch and then launched it again yeah, yeah. And in response to all the people who are so pissed, Sony was like, we're so sorry. We're going to give you these games for absolutely free or with like 50 or 75 percent off. I mean, how do you think the reaction would be? Do you think that if kids were like really scarred from the Emoji movie, Sony would be like, oh, we're so sorry here. Why don't you have these copies of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and Surf's Up? in order for you to make up for the fact that you hated it? I'll tell you what, I think uh, we're, we're going to see a trailer in a minute, and uh, I don't actually I don't know if it's uh, where it's lined up in our uh, in our schedule, but uh, yeah, I think uh, if they give this out for free, I think uh, we're going to be very very terrified indeed. Groundbreakingly low scores. I knew this movie would do bad, but I, I never thought that the scores would be this groundbreakingly horrible. So what are other review sites? I did. I I, I predicted it right from the start. This was going to be uh, horrible. You know, it's like uh, you know, even Jamboree was putting a brave face on it. You know, when he was doing his, they're saying, you know, will the MG movie be bad? Just, you know, it's just, you yeah. know, every, everyone's, so, th- this was, this was predicted. You know, th- this was going to be, a, a, you know, a, a, sh- a shit show of, 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 of a release. And it just, you can just see it all playing out now. Thing about it. Well, sorry to say for fans of the movie, but it doesn't get much better. The Metacritic score is 9 and the user's score is 1.6. Oh my. Well, uh, they said 2.1 there, but even then, that's that's terrible. <laughs> oh, I, I, what what else could I mean? I mean, well, I like to tell you what. Let me find the. Re- you know what I like to do? Um, let me just go searching for something at the moment. Let me uh, 
I want to find the review. I want to find the reviews for the room, and and just compare them to the uh, to uh, and this. I'm just going to load it up now. Okay, and uh, let me just put this up on the screen for everyone to see. Now the this is the room, which is supposed to be terrible uh, in all ways and forms. You know, entertainingly bad. I will admit, but that's thirty two percent. On Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. The audience is about the same, but even but at least the Rotten Tomatoes is up. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, uh, oh my god. It's just, you know, it's, uh, the room has a higher rating than the Emergy movie. And I don't know how much money was, I don't know how much money was put into the, uh, what was the budget of the room? Uh, if it, I don't know if he has it written here. I have anywhere. no clue. I've never I, seen it. I have no clue either, but, uh, you know, uh, oh, oh, you don't want, I've seen the room. Uh, you'll you'll never be the same again after you've after you've seen. Well, it, I mean, but... to be fair, the room was an independent movie, so you take those for what it is. Yeah, but, but it... this is a money. This I mean, this is a company that had money that had credibility. I mean, I let's be honest. I mean, with the, I mean, with the room, nobody would have known about who Tommy Wiseau was, but at least we know what Sony was. At yeah. least we know the movies that they released. Okay, that's that's a, that's a fast statement. My God! Oh my, that's so sad, guys. That's literally the lowest rated movie on Metacritic. Like, period. That's lower than the Oogie Loves. The Oogie Loves. Dear I've never seen the Oogie Loves. I don't know if anyone else has. Uh, so I don't know if we can. Is that a fair comparison? I've never seen Jim that. Jim has seen it. Okay then. Lord, so those are just numbers though. What are people saying about it online? Well, with reviews like this, I'm not sure if it gets much better. A big thumbs down. Do not see the emoji movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, I think that I think we'll end it there. I think I don't think we can, can we really say any more about this. No, really, no, <laughs> I think that's that's a good that's a good line to end up on. Do not see the emoji movie. Stop feeding this horrendous beast, let it die. Mm -hmm. Let it die. No, I, think, I think the perfect way to end this schlock is if we put that you know scene from the critic saying, "If you don't pay to see bad movies, then they won't make any more bad movies." It's mm. simple, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the? Uh, let's play the next video. See what we got next. And uh, oh, this is the trailer. Oh, Sony, no! For the star. Let's still take a look. That's just the sign of death now, isn't it? That Sony Animation logo. Yep. Yep. For centuries, one story has touched the lives of people across the world. This holiday season, you're invited to discover the story of the first Christmas. Oh look, everybody! It's uh... Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is going to be the telling of the first Christmas, which I'm assuming is the birth of Jesus. And uh, so let's see how Sony wants to tell it from an entirely new perspective. Hang on, Cyrus! Down I expected a left turn two deserts ago. Wise guys are lost. That's it. I'm fighting through the reins. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven and and Cloudy the Chance of Meatball. That's a pretty weird. Uh, you know, maybe Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs. You should be. Brand new. I don't know about the other one, but yeah, I've never even heard of the other one. Yeah, what is the other one? 
I have no idea. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Huh? Have we seen those pigeons before? Yeah, they look like the pigeons from the Pixar shorts. Yeah, it's like that's weird. Stephen Yun, Keegan Michael Key, Gina Rodriguez, Zachary Levi, Kelly Clarkson, Patricia. This feels like a parody. Is this a real? I'm starting to wonder if this is actually a real film. You know, oh. You're seeing all the the, the star-studded lineup for the for this. You know, a year ago I would say this is a parody, but they did just make the Emoji Movie, so this is probably legit. Kristen Chenoweth, Tyler Perry, Tracy Morgan, and Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey is a camel. They got Oprah in this. <laughs> How did they get Oprah to agree to this? Uh, like, I, yeah. Uh, let me safely say this. If she ever had any ideas of becoming president of the United States, I, I would not go anywhere near this. Nope. Uh, no. King Herod is up to something. That's what Mary, you're in danger. You need to listen to what I'm about to say extremely carefully. Do you want a belly rub? The star. You jump out and create a distraction. Hey, here it goes! Guys, can you give me a second? Sure. What in the actual fuck? <laughs> what am I looking at? Sony. <laughs> I know, but no. Oh my god. This is so gonna. Done. Isn't this gonna offend a lot of Christians? Yeah. Uh, only Christians are gonna go see it because it's not like atheists are gonna go. Well, maybe they will because it's basically no, making don't, a mock out don't, of the don't see story. This. No, I really hope that doesn't happen. But uh, yeah, I just. Uh, I don't even want to. Let's 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 get out of here. Seriously, I want to. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I've had enough of Sony that, for this. Sony that, sucks. That hurts. Sony that hurt me, official. Yeah, that does. Sony officially sucks. <sighs> I just, my IQ you just dropped. You remember? You remember almost twenty years ago in which this little company called DreamWorks did a movie based off of the Bible that was treated seriously. I mean, Sony was like, kids wouldn't like that. Basically. Uh, it's just, I can't. I can I can barely think anymore now. It's just you know, it's just, uh, Sony's just drained all my brain cells uh, <laughs> out of my head. Christians, this would be a massive insult. It's like, how do we teach, you know, the Jesus's birth to a bunch of kids? It's like let's have talking animals and have jokes and oh my twerking God. birds, twerking birds. Uh, I don't. I don't believe it. Okay, then uh, let's move on to our uh, something actually good. Um, so Star Wars uh, is going to be creating a secrets of the of the secrets of the Empire virtual reality experience. It's uh, that's coming to Disney parks. Uh, Disney parks are going to be giving Star Wars fans a gift this Christmas, which is uh, probably going to be better than the gift that we just seen. Uh, opening this holiday season in Disney Springs in Orlando, Florida, and downtown Disney in California, the uh, new hyper hyper reality experience will transport guests uh, right into the heart of the galaxy far, far away. So. Uh, yeah, I think uh, virtual reality. I think uh, taking a taking a big turn towards. Uh, it, it doesn't surprise me that they're going to do Star Wars. I think. I think it's going to be a. I think that's going to be that's going to be a pretty big thing for people. You know, definitely when they're definitely making a big thing out of Star Wars with the Last Jedi coming out in December as well. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know much about Star Wars, but this looks like it has a lot of promise. Like I watched the uh, 
the Ghostbusters version they had, and it looked really cool. And virtual reality is a big thing now, so I think this thing will be a success. Yeah. Kind of, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's Star Wars, you know? Yeah. It's, kind of, it's kind of weird they're calling it uh, Secrets of the Empire because it kind of reminds me of Shadows of the Empire, you know, the N64 game a little bit. So, uh, yeah, that, it just kind of reminds me of that for some strange reason. So, uh, uh, Disney, has, Disney hasn't released any details yet of where Star Wars Secrets of the Empire will be set within the Star Wars universe. And uh, I'd imagine they would just do like, a, you know, like just kind of like a general overview of the Star Wars uh, thing. So, basically, you'd be in one place at one point and then one place in another. I'd imagine, you know, well, either that, if they are going to keep it consistent, then, you know, they would build it like a special world for it. I don't know, but, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, so, uh, no, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be Morgan, you're not, so you're not a Star Wars fan? I've never seen it. Never seen it at all, no. Nope. You're a rarity. <laughs> wow. I like, I, yeah, I, I get that a lot, but usually it's not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my God, my cat just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, the cat is telling you, go see Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> me, meow. Even your, even your cat can't believe you, you're not seeing Star Wars. If he but, keeps it up, he's going to watch the Emoji movie. Oh, oh don't that's be that cruel. That's, that's animal cruelty there. <laughs> ASPCA is going to be knocking on my door. How dare you put a cat through that? Yeah, it's just... It's, uh, Peter will be all over you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd imagine they're, I'd imagine they're doing that to torture terror suspects at the moment. I'd imagine you've seen people giving people the energy movie, but uh, yeah, it's, just, it's, uh, it's, 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 it. it's been used in horrible ways. I could probably imagine, but oh. uh, yeah. So um, no news of when the experience will open. It's just that it's going to be holiday season. Also, no confirmation of how much it will cost to enjoy. So uh, yeah, I mean, because isn't the main criticism of Disney right now is that their stuff, right? You know, it, their parks is pretty expensive to be at. You know, it's even just getting there to begin with. So it's. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, I hope it's going to be reasonably priced, at least. I, yeah. I have no idea. I've never been to Disney either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do want to go to Disney World at some point. So uh, I mean, uh, hopefully that'll be soon. But uh, right now, things are taking a bit of a backseat because you know, obviously, I've only just got the studio and you know my house and everything. So uh, that's still still being uh, still sorting out my finances at the moment in that regard. But uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars: Secrets of the Empire, you know, uh, coming out this December so if anyone does go to it you know listening to the show you know uh, let us know what it's like and uh, see if it's uh, see if it's going to be any good or not so uh, yeah um, so it's actually like an hour and 60 minutes into the show so we'll just breeze through the uh, the next couple of bits so, so let's go back to videos again um, this is going to be uh, let's have a look at this um, let's play this next one hopefully it's going to be better than what we watched through so far the world may have power but God has given me a power even stronger I call bullshit. Yeah, me too. Like, what the? Why are you <laughs> holding a stick behind your back? Um, I don't know. I think we're about to find out. <laughs> I think the world strength would uh, be able to break that twig a bit quicker than that, but. Uh... Like, are you me? It would break that twig, have it disintegrated, he would gather it up, crush it, and make it into a wood diamond. I don't know. He would probably build a. Probably build an empire out of it too. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> the power of the world, everybody. I literally see myself <laughs> in middle school. In middle school, I used to think I was tough shit because I could break pencils on my forehead. Now let me bring, <laughs> let me bring up an interesting debate. Is this worse than uh, Star Wars, kid? 
I don't know if anyone's ever I, seen that video. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. It's, oh, uh, I, I know what you're referring to. You're referring to that guy who was like swinging the pole in his garage or something. Yeah, I think it was high school. I think it was, but uh, he still doesn't well, want to. He still doesn't want to talk yeah, about but, it to this yeah, day. So. This is that that guy. Um, you know, he didn't even know that his friends uploaded it, and he, and even still to this day, he's completely humiliated. Yeah. So exactly. I mean. You know, this guy, this kid is doing it on purpose, or at least his mom is recording, and they just decided, oh, let's just put it on AFV, you know, mm. for fun. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, uh, I mean, as, is it worse? I mean, he's just a kid. I mean, yeah. I, think... so, I mean, I can give him slack for that. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll say. grown adult, you know, acting like a complete moron, saying, uh, I'm going to do the gallon milk challenge to see if I don't puke. And, okay, that, that was pretty stupid, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, let's see if you try and brace this twig. Keep trying. Come on, kid. You got the power of the world. Use your leg, kid. You're not doing it with your arm. He needs a thinner stick. Even his family knows it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's beyond stupid. So he lays across it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to smack him in the head. <laughs> At least he broke the cinder blocks. How did he break a freaking cinder block with a stick, but not the stick? Okay, yeah, that definitely is enough. But uh, yeah, I think uh, he won't be taking on. Uh, he won't be taking on. Uh, you know. Uh, Oh, something just went out of my head right after. I don't think he'd be taking on Bruce uh, Lee. Yeah, Bruce Lee or uh, you know Jackie Chan or uh, you know uh, or any other uh, people for that mind. And uh, yeah, definitely don't go up against Superman anytime soon, kid. Yeah, <laughs> the only one he can go up against at this point is Hong Kong Fooey. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Hong Kong Fu is the number one super guy. I'm sure he would even beat this kid. Oh my god. Yeah. It's, I uh, love it. Yeah. I've not heard of that show in so long. Oh my goodness. Good grief. Okay, next one. That just shows you how old we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but first, we're heading to Northampton General, where Slack George student Holly Thompson has arrived at AE, completely unable to close her gaping gob. Wow. Uh, gaping gob. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> what even? Yeah, this is bizarre ER, so this is a, like a BBC show. As Holly can't really talk right now, probably best we tell you how she got here. Holly was at college, enjoying a particularly riveting lesson of government and politics. Uninspired by the political ponderings, Holly opened wide for a yawn. Her massive mouth manoeuvre <sighs> caused her jaw to dislocate, leaving her unable to close her cake hole. I like how they have to visualize this for everybody to uh, to it's understand what's going. It's not even good visualization either. <laughs> no, it's not. It's uh, trying to remember what it kind of reminds. It doesn't even remind me of anything. I can't see anything that come close to that animation. Oh, it's so bad. Like, yeah, I would say it's like a, a. This is this is Daria on like on a ten dollar budget. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like her. Oh my god! Literally speechless, Holly frantically nudged her classmate. Try as she might, she couldn't help Holly shut her mouth, and the pair had no choice but to interrupt the lesson. Hello. After a quick visit to the school nurse, who also failed to help our heroine, it was decided that Holly and her jangling jaw should head to A&E. 
My name is Ajira, one of the doctors. Obviously, I can see your mouth stuck in the open. Uh -huh. okay. Has this happened to you before? No, it won't. Sorry? She said, ah-ha-ha-ha, Yeah, I think we got that. You didn't need to describe that to us. Why are they making her talk? Um, yeah, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty amateurish thing to do. Like, yeah, my jaw's locked into place. Oh, can you please recite the alphabet or something like that? It's like you know, it's it's like when you're at the dentist and they're talking to you and they want you to respond, but they have their hands in your mouth. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, why do dentists or dentists do that here too? <laughs> why you're in my mouth? What do you want me to say? Yeah, so are you going on any good vacations lately? Like, uh huh, uh If she stuffs golf balls into her mouth, they'll probably go over to her saying, uh, yes, I need you to recite uh, the Pledge of Allegiance or something. Honestly. So it has happened before? Yeah, like, kind of, but This has happened before, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's terrifying, actually. You think you'd never happen again, and here you are, round two. <laughs> Locked jaw. Okay. Holly's floppy chops might look funny, but they're no laughing matter. Can be quite serious. Well, she's she's smiling about it, at least. But, yeah, mind you, she probably doesn't know what, 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 what the consequences of that would probably be, so... Serious, because you can't eat, you can't really drink, and you... Well, duh! <laughs> Oh, I, you can't eat, you can't drink, well, yeah, so that's the reason why she's A&E, to get her mouth shut. <laughs> and other news, the sky is blue. Yeah. You get dehydrated, but again, it's quite painful as well. Fortunately, Dr. Ajiro has a plan that draws on the latest cutting-edge technology. She's going to stop Holly's mouth with small splints that look a bit like lolly sticks. Okay. That's uh, that's our ingenious uh, uh, medical advances, lolly sticks. Cutting edge technology mm -hmm. equals a stack of lolly sticks. Yeah. So. Uh, Do you wonder how much this costs her? Um. Oh, imagine. imagine <laughs> uh, thankfully, she's using the NHS in our country, which you know, there's a bit of a debate about that at the moment. But uh, I mean, uh, I'm actually getting this done in America. You know, it's like how much it would cost you to uh, for in, in expenses for for this. Oh yeah, you you go in for lolly sticks. My friend went into a uh, a walk-in because he had a rash, and they're like, oh, it's probably an STD. And he goes, that's not possible because I've never done that thing. And then they literally took a test and made him pay for it and said, yeah, no, you don't have an STD. Like, he's like, I know. I know that because I told you that. Like, what's the rash from? And they're like, oh, we don't know. Like, but, like, America, you pay for the stupidest crap that you don't even need when you visit doctors. Yeah, it's just, it's, um, you know, I bet they did, I bet that was totally unnecessary. I think they just did that because it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, we can, we can get, uh, we get some money out of this. Let's pay, let's make him do this STD test. Honestly. <laughs> it's embarrassing as well. Imagine, like, you're going in with a, like, a, a legit, you know, a legit medical complaint and they're, you know, they're putting you in this embarrassing situation and saying, oh, if, uh, you know, who have you fucked recently? It's like, you know, it's just, it's, uh. You know, it's like nobody. So it's like there's no way that can be it. It's like, oh, well, we don't believe you. Make we're going to make you pee in this cup. It's like, yeah, you know, it's just, and know. then you're going to pay like fifty bucks for that. Like you're going to pay me fifty bucks. To, I have to pay fifty bucks to pee in a cup. Like, yeah, screw that. The yeah. hell. It might seem bizarre, but there's method in the madness. I don't want it to hurt. By keeping Holly's mouth wedged open with wood, the jaw muscles will get tired. Unlock and allow the doctor to click her laughing gear back into place. It makes me wonder, it's like, you know, isn't it like, uh, maybe she, isn't it, 
I mean, I'm no doctor, but I mean, isn't, isn't like the consequence of that is like when you don't have enough to eat, and uh, you know you, your muscles start to kind of like uh, you know um, start to we- you know not weaken, but uh, they start to kind of like you know they start to start up flexing. So maybe it's the fact that she probably just didn't eat anything, and uh, now that's what's happening. Doctors have to say it's you know settle one problem at a time. I don't. Mm-hmm. Fine. Feels fine. Uh-uh. Feels funny. Yeah, the usually does. Actually, oh. I can get one more in. That looks unpleasant. I can get one more stick in. I'll make you feel even more uncomfortable. Oh, see, so yeah, that looks very unpleasant. It's, oh. uh, imagine having lolly sticks shoved in your mouth to uh, just you know to stop your jaw, you know, to relax your muscles in your jaw. I could never. Yeah. I think, I think that's her mother in the background as well. It's like, yeah, yeah imagine what she's thinking of at the moment. Yeah. Uh, uh. They like that. Uh. That's a jaw-dropping 26 little lolly sticks holding Holly's mouth open. All Holly has to do now is wait for the wooden sticks to work their magic. Well, they're not really magic, they're just sticks. Honestly, do. like, but they're magic sticks. Dude, they're gonna solve the problem. <laughs> They'll the... solve global warming. <laughs> <laughs> they're the sticks of truth. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> actually, tell you what, actually, I better stop playing this because it might be copyrighted music. So, uh, um, let me see if I can, like, skip somewhere through the, uh, through the video. Let's see what's happening. There we go. That's it. Back down. Finished. The doctor's digits are safe, and Holly's jaw is back where it should be. Imagine saying, uh, you know, it's like uh, uh, there was another bit in there over the. Uh, the uh, I don't want to. I can't play it because I don't know if there's music under it. But uh, there was uh, a minute where she. They said, oh, they have to put. She has to put her fingers in her mouth, and she's got to be careful because if she, uh, if uh, the, her jaw suddenly le- releases, it'll bite her fingers. Like you know. Imagine- oh yeah, great. Not only will she be in the hospital because of a lockjaw, but now most likely for bruised or even bitten off fingers. Um, Way to go! I don't, well, I don't. I'd hate to be the doctor. Like you know, imagine having to like, okay, I'm gonna put my fingers in my mouth, and you may chew off my thumbs when I'm putting your jaw back together. It's like you know, ugh. yeah. I'm pretty glad I never went into uh, into in, you know. I, I was thinking one day of going into the medical profession, but uh, I think my my experience in hospital when I was 15 years old really put me off that. So. Uh, you know, thankfully I didn't end up in that situation because I didn't really want to be, you know, a, a person who's going to be, you know, putting people's jaws back together. Really, so... Uh, anyway, her mission accomplished. She's got a jaw back together, so... Uh, um, so, uh, let me see what's... Uh, we got another video scheduled up. I'm just having a look. Um, oh, yeah, we do. It's uh, This is a guy who calls uh, the nursery and uh, he pretends to be Mrs. Doubtfire. Let's take a look at this. Hello, dear. I'm calling with regards to the adverts that I read in the newspaper. About the job going here? That's right, dear. Okay, then. And can you just tell me a bit about yourself? Most certainly. I'm recently retired and I live alone. My husband died. The drink killed him, my dear. He was knocked over by a Guinness truck. How does she not think that this is a prank at this point? Honestly, the impression's so good too. Like, oh my god! Yeah, we're all t- we're, Robin. Robin Williams was a genius, wasn't he? And uh, he really was. Yeah, and uh, you know, we all miss him as well. So, but enough about him. 
I'm a hip-hop granny that can hip-hop, bip-bop, dance to your drop, yo-yo, make a wicked cuckoo-coo. Uh, how does your bullshit detector not go off at this point? At least at that particular scene, you know? But yeah. working with the public, you get some whack jobs like that. Like, <laughs> you don't even know what's real anymore. Yeah. Well, wasn't that like the scene in This Is Doubtfire where, like, uh, Robin Williams pretended to be, like, multiple people? He, like, he sabotaged the, uh, the, uh, the job application, the, uh, the, the, the job ad advert. And so he put his own number in and, like, uh, they just, he just constantly keep calling him. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, doing, basically. yeah, basically. Well, actually, he changed the number so that they wouldn't call uh, his wife, his ex-wife. And so he kept calling over and over and over again with different voices so that eventually he can do Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm -hmm. He did like the whole, you know, like, I am Job. <laughs> and uh, then there's the uh, the hillbilly, you know, get, grabbing the hose and whatever. And <laughs> then there's the... And then there's the weird one, which is like, oh, boy, I don't back with the mail because I used to be one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Excellent experience, my dear. Uh, that sounds uh, brilliant. Would you <laughs> that sounds brilliant. Oh, my God. Uh, who, who's answering the phone at this nursery? Probably a new intern. Probably, yeah. Oh, sounds wonderful, dear. When would you like me to come in? Uh, Wednesday at 10. Does that sound okay? Oh, Wednesday, my favourite day of the week. <laughs> and uh, can I just take my name, please? My name? Did I not uh, give it? Yeah. Did I not give it to you, dear? Uh, no, you didn't, I'm afraid. Doubtfire. Euphigenia Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right, dear. Oh. <laughs> it took her that long to realize. Good game. Good oh game. Oh This guy is brilliant. Oh god. I, I I'm trying to think. I'm not know if this is the first time he's done this or if uh, there's uh some other videos out there of him doing that. It was just this was uh, this was what uh, was uh, it was up on Facebook. So uh, I thought, you know, this was too good not to share. So uh, oh, oh, that was great. God. Oh boy, so uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm really surprised you managed to keep it going that long. To be honest with you, yeah. Oh, I can never keep myself that composed doing a prank call. Yeah. Um. So I really want to talk about this uh, really quickly, and uh, let me just see if I can. Mind you, I've just uh, jolted something. I think on the uh, on the VLC. So I think I'll need to uh, uh, rearrange it. Ah, oh, for goodness sake. Let me just uh, change something in a moment. Um, tell you what, we're, we're coming near, close to near the end of the show. I mean, do you want to, uh, Morgan, have you got anything to plug uh, coming up? or? Uh... Do I have anything what? Do you have anything to plug? Uh, not oh, really. So, <laughs> what, what's your YouTube channel? My YouTube channel? Yeah. Like what's coming up on it, you mean? Uh, I mean, what is, it? What is your YouTube channel? Is it youtube.com forward slash? Well, the YouTube channel that I have... Um, I have two. Uh, one of them's like tutorials where I like show people how to make like Hey Arnold charms and stuff like that. Um, and then the one that I'm mostly known for is um, I make music videos and stuff like that using clips of cartoons, but putting them to like current music or songs that I think are fitting for whichever show I'm doing. Um, I also uh, do a lot of Hey Arnold, the Jungle Movie update videos. I do some speed paints, stuff like that. So. Oh, really cool. 
So, uh, yeah, I've just got it uh, up now, and uh, this is our next uh, topic, and uh, I didn't really want to do a reaction video for it, because I actually want people actually to go over to the YouTube channel and actually, you know, go go watch this, and that's uh, the Inner Heartbeat uh, animated short film, and... Uh, I love this video so much yeah oh my god it's, it's driving the whole internet crazy it's just you know it's a it's a really it's a really touching you know short and uh, i've never seen it yeah it's I, beautiful oh yeah and uh, you know it's like i i, I really like it when they do uh, you know these independent uh, these independent animations because uh, the last one i think i saw was uh, that was the one about the uh that that's a cowboy who was depressed and uh, he nearly yeah you know, yeah, fell, yeah yeah I think we even talked about that last year yeah we did and uh, you know now they've uh, now this one's come out and it's created by uh, Beth and uh, Esteban and uh, it's uh, this is a uh, one about a closeted boy who runs the risk of uh, being outed by his own heart after it pops out of his chest and uh, chases down the boy of his dreams. And uh, they've got like a whole Kickstarter thing here for as well. So if you want to, uh, I don't know if they're still taking donations or not, but uh, I think if uh, you know if you do get the opportunity to, uh, th this this thing is actually really cool. I've only, I've only seen about like a minute of it at the moment, so I'm still like, to like watch it all the way through. But uh, you know it does look really good, and the internet's all really happy about it. And uh, you know it's getting millions of hits. You know you know, go support these guys because they're doing some good work. So, oh, that's fantastic! Uh, I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, well, it's got about uh, $14,000 at the moment for if you know they're only looking like three thousand. Uh, 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 so he's like, yeah. So uh, and they're based in uh, I think Sarasota, uh, Florida. So uh, yeah, good on them for oh, wow, that's uh, doing like it. About, uh, that's like four or five hours away from where I live. <laughs> oh yeah, who knows? Maybe you could uh, maybe you could score an interview with him on casual chats. You know, it's like uh, that'd be. Uh, That'd be really oh, that'd be cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can actually drive over there and meet up with them. I mean, <laughs> but you know, maybe when the short is finalized and everything's all complete, like even before it's out, maybe. Oh, it's already out. It's uh, yeah, it's been out for uh, it's, it's up on. That's why I say go on to the YouTube channel and go look for it. It's it's uh, it's called In a Heartbeat, and uh, yeah, if you search it on YouTube, you know that you'll be able to find it. So it's uh, but it's uh, it's okay. It's, yeah. I'll, I'll maybe I'll consider it. Oh, that's really cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm really glad they, I mean, you know, it, it, it just shows how far we've come as well. You know, it's like, you know, the, the, the type, you know, a, a romance like this probably wouldn't have gone down very well. I don't think, you know, a couple, you know, oh, a couple, no, no, of, couple of decades not. ago. I, I even told you about this, I don't know, a few months ago when I was doing the Sailor Moon podcast that, you know, 20 years ago, uh, you know, we've had Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus who were a gay couple. And then Deke was like, oh, no, we should not have that. Let's change it in which the reason why they're together like this is because they're cousins. Hmm. Yeah, it's just that's not sad, really. That's when they when they do stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I guess that was that was the era that we lived in. And I'm really glad that we're kind of moving forward now. And, uh, yeah, but know. then again, uh, don't forget that uh, what, what, which country was it that banned certain Nicktoons because of homosexuality? Oh, Kenya. Yeah, Kenya. That's the one. Yeah. So, uh, well, mind you, this isn't on this isn't on primetime TV. This is on the internet. So, I mean, they could still still go look it up. So maybe that's uh, that's a blessing. Maybe that's a blessing for them. I guess. So yeah, I think uh, that's that's it for our show, and uh, we've done an amazing one hour and thirty six minutes. So uh, I think that's uh, that's really cool. So uh, um, just to remind you guys, if you uh, want to, uh, we've got the uh, Hey Arnold Fan Day coming up on the first of October. So if you want to get involved with that, uh, guests at arometo.co.uk. If you want to uh, send a question to Craig Bartlett, uh, it's going to be on October the seventh, and uh, the deadline actually I should have mentioned is going to be uh, September the seventeenth. I think I said it was. So uh, you, so if you're going to get your question in, get it in. Now. Now. So if you want to email Craig, it's askcraig2017 at arameta.co.uk. That's askcraig2017 at arameta.co.uk. 
So uh, if you want to listen to the, if you want to keep following the Aaron Metta Show, it's facebook.com forward slash Aaron Metta Show. Twitter is Aaron Metta. Sorry, Twitter is at Aaron Metta Show. Tumblr is AaronMetta.tumblr.com. And uh, we're here on YouTube as well, uh, pretty much until, you know, either we get banned or until, you know, we, the copywriters come up, come after us. I don't know. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash Aaron Metta Show. But if you don't want to listen to me on YouTube, uh, there's also the... Uh, uh, podcast feed as well. It's uh, it's going to be iTunes, Player FM, Stitcher. Uh, we're also on Podcast. Uh, we're also on iHeartRadio as well. Just to keep keep that in mind as well. And so uh, yeah, that's uh, it's all it's all good. Um, Morgan, thanks for being a guest on our show. Uh, it's been really really a pleasure having you. It's been a pleasure being here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, it's brilliant. I hope we'll have you back on the show sometime again as well. You know, it's like, uh, so you want actually, uh, I mean, we're still planning it, but uh, I mean, and also me and Patricia are still talking about it at the moment. I mean, if we be, if we come up with like a short list of people, Patricia, have you come up with a short list of people yet we're going to have for the, uh, yeah, the yeah, Hey yeah, yeah. preview I, show? So far, I'm thinking about having like my good friends, Casey and Ashley from the Friday Night Nixons podcast. Um, I'll probably invite you and maybe, uh, you know, some people like I'll have Ija and Josh over and, mm-hmm. you know, the vacant lot podcast, um, host and, yeah. and, you know, I'm thinking about getting a few more people, but yeah. I'm we should definitely get Jambariki if he wants to do it because, you know, he's, he's pretty mad on this stuff as well. And, uh, hey, maybe Morgan, maybe you could probably get involved as well if you wanted to. So, uh, oh yeah, I'd love yeah, to. Yeah. And also my friend, uh, Y boy from Toongrin. Uh, you know, uh, he and Nero Angelus, uh, maybe they would love to join it as well. But I'm thinking that sometime around October 5th, I would love it if we can all come together and do like a preview of the Jungle movie right mm-hmm. before it's released. Because, I mean, well, that'll be know, November. Uh, that'll be November 5th, I think. Or, or will it be because October will be, I think, a couple of days after that. I think Craig Bartlett does his uh, does, does the anniversary show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about October 5th. Because um, it, it has significance, you know, for any Hey Arnold fans who may know about it. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Um, I want to do mine on October 5th, and I want to cool. gather, like, a whole bunch of people by and, you know, discuss about our predictions for the movie. And, mm-hmm. you know, just looking back on, like, um, you know, the series, like, the last bits of the series and, you know, just... You know, coming up with our predictions, but yeah, I mean, maybe sometime around that, I can be able to gather like a whole bunch of people, and we can just share our thoughts of it. So yeah, I'm, I'm I would love it if maybe you guys can come along. Uh, hey, you, I'm you game. Morgan can come along with this. That's cool. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, that's a very positive uh, thing to uh, to finish up on. So uh, uh, next week, JP the Bee Man's going to be on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about bees, and uh, no doubt we're going to react to some more videos and stuff. So uh, hopefully he'll be uh, along for the ride for that. So, uh, but uh, until then, also on top of that, actually I should say mention as well. I people have been asking me when am I going to get uh, Annie McAfee back on the show. I'm working on it right now. So uh, right now what we're doing is is that uh, we're going through uh, official channels uh, with Nickelodeon at the moment to uh, try and you know uh, get some uh, hype going for the Jungle movie. So you know right now just bear with with me on uh, all that stuff so uh yeah so uh, no doubt i'll keep you informed about that so you know hey follow me on facebook twitter tumblr you know uh, i keep updating stuff on there and uh, keep following the guest schedule as well on the arameta.co.uk website so uh, that's it for the show thank you very much for joining us and uh, hope uh, we'll see you next week take care and bye-bye for now thank you very much for checking out the show